When love turn you to mumu, love will turn you to mumu. They will be using your head to turn custard. and welcome to today's podcast my name is Sugar Chikumeri J and today we have an exciting person in the house we have already talking <laughs> I will be discussing a movie called um, A Fall from Grace but before we get into it I hope you've gotten your cold drink remember today is cold brew Friday so I have mine right here and like we had like to do it we like to sip while we talk so get yourself a drink and um, in a moment we will be back. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy, in every life we have some trouble, but when you worry you make it double, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy now. Okay, and welcome back, everybody. So we're going to get into the meat of the matter. And we're discussing a beautiful movie called A Fall from Grace by Tyler Perry. And I will tell you, I am a lover of Tyler Perry movies. I think I've probably seen every single movie Tyler Perry has made. But I was a little bit hesitant to see this particular movie. Because I thought, you know, it's going to be the same Salaperi kind of movie if you've seen... Acrimony. Yes, exactly. So I thought it was still going to be like Acrimony and, you know, follow that storyline. So I was just a little bit slow to see the movie until I saw it. And I thought that it has so many lessons we'll have to talk about. But before we continue, I'm going to introduce my guest today. And this is Oriva. So, me and Oreva will go way back, <laughs> alright? <laughs> Oreva is a fantastic performance poet and she's a chef as well. Uh, you can check her out at Ravi on Instagram. Yeah. Aru, um, R-E-H-V-I-I-E. 
So I'm opening. I'm actually thinking of opening like an Instagram page for food, food stuff. Oh really? You are thinking about doing that? Yeah, but I, I don't know if I want to make a business out of it yet. Cause I mean, I want some I mean, of my hobbies should. to remain hobbies. I mean, you should. You're a great cook. I see the videos that you post. I see the images and I salivate. I'm like, what is going on? Why are you teasing us? It's great. And I hear people are following the tips that you are recommending and they are making yeah, really great and, that, and it's working for them. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, it's gross. Don't it worry. You should. And by the way, we are going to be talking food today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in five minutes... Uh, I can't wait for that. I, mean, I think everybody's going to have a feel of what you're like. Like I mentioned earlier, please check Oreva out at Revy at R-O-E-H-V-I-I-E. She has amazing content, both of food and of her poetry. And I think you'll fall in love with her. So, Oreva, I am so excited to have you on today's episode. And I think we're going to have a great time. First of all, I'm going to ask you this question. When you saw the movie, what was your first response? Um, for me, it was like, wow. Okay, in the beginning, when you're going ahead with the movie, you're thinking, mm, this boy is calm. You're thinking, mm, okay, he broke our heart. Typical story, right? Then you get to the end and you're like, hmm? Yeah, so he, he has that whole wow. I think Tyler Perry has a habit of making these movies that stir up conversations. Like, I mean, with Acrimony, people had debates for days. So I think he has a habit with creating all these movies that talk about these things that people are in often. Like, they're not things that people readily talk about in conversations. So they stir up conversations. Because I remember watching and thinking, okay, okay. Oh man, yeah, but it was it was amazing. It was an amazing film. Like, how exactly did it even make you feel? Like, if you were to say, like, I see some movies and I feel excited. I see some movies, I feel sad. I was angry. How did this one make you feel? I was I was angry. I was I was upset. I was I, I felt I felt I felt angry. I felt sad at some point. I mean, when it felt like the relationship didn't work out. I mean, I saw that coming. But still, it was sad because I mean, she had been through everything, and then he still conned and conned her and took her stuff. As if you're breaking, you can't break somebody's heart, and then now collect my money on top. You have to choose a struggle. You have to either stealing from me or you're breaking my heart. But then he did both, so it was sad. But then I got to the end, and I was so angry. I was angry, angry, angry. I was like, "How dare you!" Like, right? Annoying. For those that have not seen the movie yet, I'll give you a little summary of the movie. So, this lady, um, a middle-aged woman, she's divorced, she's a single mother, and she's at this place in her life where she wants to feel loved again, right? She's feeling vulnerable, and she's feeling down and low, especially having her ex-husband getting married to a girl almost the age of her of her son, right? And now living in the house that she built with her husband. So she's feeling sad, she's feeling down, but then she's doing well in life. And then she meets this other lady who introduces her to this photographer who becomes this man of her dreams, right? He sweeps her off her feet and she falls woefully in love with him. 
only for him to break her heart, take all her stuff. But then that was not just the end of the story. Something happens at the end. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And um, first of all, let's talk about Jasmine Brands. That beautiful young lady. What do you think of Jasmine Brand, the lawyer? I think that um, I liked what I know you asked about the woman, but I'm going to talk about that. I liked what Tyler Perry did with the 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 she and her husband in the places where it felt like they complimented each other. So they 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 de- depicted her to be somebody who you know chickened out because she was scared of failure so she would only go for like the easy cases and then now she's faced with a case that is not only hard but she's sure that this woman is innocent so there was that back and forth with her where she felt "Mm, should i should i not should i should i not but ultimately i think um i mean like we know she ended up defending the woman and she tried so it makes it made me feel like no matter how many times there are things you feel like you probably can't do if you make your mind up enough you there's nothing that you can't really do because i mean she was afraid she was saying oh you know what if she doesn't win and there was a point in time where it felt like she was going to lose but the good thing was that you know she had given it her all like there was that exchange with her and her husband at some point where he said i'm not going to baby i'm going to tell you the truth i liked that so much where he was like you know i'm going to tell you the truth this is it you're not doing enough. You're not putting in your... You think that you are, but you're not. And I like that he was. she had somebody who could call her out on her reluctance and tell her, don't... Even with her friends as well. So, I think she did a really good job. It could have been better. Well, I mean, she tried. It could have been better. I mean, she tried. Yeah. And there's something I love about what Tyler Perry did with the movie. I think he showed, he showed a very clear contrast, right? He shows this beautiful lady with her husband having a very loving relationship where the man is understanding and supportive of the woman's dreams and the woman yeah. is you know, also the same with the man and also there's this other contrast of these other people that are struggling and being taken care and being taken advantage of and that you know it shows these two contrasts I think that is very instructive because it makes you see that okay you know even though there are some marriages that are terrible and people are being taken care of but at the same time marriage can be beautiful right yes exactly you can actually fall in love with someone that exactly. loves you appreciates you cares for your dreams encourages you pushes you inspires you and makes you see yourself better than you see yourself exactly and I and I and I found that really exciting you know mm-hmm because yeah so you don't watch it and you're not discouraged that oh i don't want to do this you know everybody will break my heart you watch it and there's a sense of encouragement like this was just a bad one there are also good you know good relationships out there right so you know there's this thing about um the character you know i was asking initially about jasmine bryant jasmine bryant is this brilliant lawyer that has never tried a case all right all she does is plea for her client so she has never tried a case she's young she's you know she doesn't even know whether she still wants to be a lawyer and now she's put in the middle of this case where she has to make a choice between doing what the society expects her to do or following her conscience and her belief and there's something telling about how she handled it. How do you think she handled it? What, what does it tell about her character? Because you see this woman at the front, she's, 
she's put in the spotlight with media and television and cameras everywhere and she's in the middle and she hasn't handled this thing before and she's at that point where she's about to lose her job if she fails the case or she, if she loses the case and it was certain that she was going to lose the case it was so certain she was going to lose the case how do you think she handled that pressure um, I mean, there was a point where it felt like the pressure got to her, which is, I mean, which is almost normal. She was inexperienced. It was her first time. But I like that she didn't stay down. Like, even when it felt like she was going to lose, she still came back swinging. There was that point in court where she was like, your honor. And then they were like, I'm going to put you in contempt of the court. And, you know, she, she kept going. Like, okay, I'm going to, even, even if I'm going to die, I'm going to die swinging. I loved that. I love that tenacity where it felt like she kept going. She kept going. I might not know what to do. I might not know how to do it. I'm probably inexperienced. This is probably going to end badly. But let it be said that I, I died trying. Mm. So she went. She, she went hard till the end. There was the inexperience where she didn't know how to probably maybe say things or do things. But she didn't, she didn't let it like stop her and say, okay, I resign. I've lost. No, she went hard. So I, I think I like that. And I think I like that also so let's talk about her first encounter with grace water the accused mm -hmm. how do you think that first encounter was mm -hmm. what do you think you know how do you how do you feel about that first encounter because i think i think i think that first encounter kind of sets the tone mm -hmm. for the rest of the movie it set the tone for the perception that she had of the lady mm -hmm. and especially uh, grace's perception of the young lawyer what do you think hmm I mean, it was it was the introduction, so it was trying to tell us the kind of person that she is. So from from that place, we could tell that um, the girl was um, the girl was fearful. It was her first time; she was inexperienced. That clumsy move, you know, showed us that you know this is not something she's used to. But then again, it showed that Grace Grace had resigned to her fate. Like Grace wasn't. She wasn't going to fight because there was a part of Grace that felt like she deserved what was happening to her. Yeah, yeah, There was exactly. a part of her that almost welcomed the, the, okay, I killed him. So, exactly. you know, even though I don't remember killing him, yeah. but I mean, this is my fault. Why was I going out with this person in the first place? Why was I, you know, you start to blame yourself and it was as if she wanted to go to jail. So... Yeah, I think it showed that that woman was inexperienced. It showed that Grace was just she had given up. She wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't about to try or fight. Okay, so there are these particular moods in the movie that I found really interesting, and that was, um, I think after 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 I saw that quote, I had to write it down. Okay. When Jasmine called Sarah, the supposed best friend of Grace. And said, I'm coming over. I want us to discuss about Chris and Walter. And then, you know, they were in their kitchen. While she's trying to make coffee for just, just mine, she made a statement that it's very interesting. And I thought that I want to know your perspective about it. She said that age is a bitch, darling. It will sneak up on you. One day, you are all lovely looking, just like you. All young and lovely. Seems like the next thing you are my age, wondering what or where all the time went. What, how, what do you think about that statement? Do you think that time really passes you by? Because, Actually, you know, funny enough, time is to fly. Funny enough, I was 
before 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 we started this uh, this recording i was going uh, i was on my instagram then i saw a clip by um fella fella kuti right he was being interviewed and they asked him a question javier asked him a question and the interviewer said now you're 50 years old what is your plan for the next 50. fella paused for a while and then he laughed and he said actually I don't feel like I'm 50. I feel like I've just lived 25 years of my life. So this is a man that is 50 years old, but he still feels he's 25. But then, because that's how mm-hmm. age works, it just creeps up on you, and before you know it, you're 70, you're 80, you're 100. And you look back and you're wondering, where did all this time go, yeah? What do you think about that? What do you think about this age thing, and what do you feel? Hmm... I feel like life comes at you fast. <laughs> I mean, which day was it? I was talking with someone and I was remembering how, you know, when I came out, when I was in secondary school, I found a book where I wrote all these things. Uh, at 23, I will be married. At 25, I'll have teach you. This is this. At so, 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 so. I will have this and I'll have that. And I think that generally with us, you just, you, you don't, Time doesn't feel like it's flying while you're living in the moment, but time is flying. And if you're not, if you're not very conscious of the present, if you're very future focused, you're going to miss out on what's happening right now. And then you realize that you wake up one morning and you just realize that where has all the time gone to, basically. So it's like, where did all that time go to? Yeah, you know, I wrote I wrote an article on Yola. I published an article on Yola, how to live before you die. And I think that's the thing about I think I, I think time it's a very funny thing. It's something that just comes up on you while you don't even realize it. Right? It just sneaks up. And you don't even realize it. I was telling someone that I didn't know when I became old, you know, when I was when I reached Pubat. I was just there and my sister, I called my sister one day and she was like, Omo, your voice don't deep, oh. <laughs> you know? I remember one day staring at myself in the mirror and I raised my hands up and I'm like, man, those are hairs on your armpit. Right? You don't know when this thing is happened. It was like yesterday when I just graduated from school and now, you know, it's like time just runs like that. And before you know it, it's ten, another 10 years, it's another 20 years. And the funny thing is this, I think what happens is that we have this sense that we will have a lot of time. Well, right? we don't. We still have time. But we don't. We don't. We don't. We actually don't. We don't. You know, I know, I know a lot of people that, 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 that tell other people that don't worry, you have time, you know, you can still do whatever you want to do. I understand that it's so that you don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself, which is really good. But it's also important for you to realize that, man, you actually do not have time because if you compare the time you have here on earth to eternity, you realize that actually that is nothing. You can't compare 70, 1800 years to a thousand years, a million years, a billion years, and still counting, right? Realize that you don't have time. So I tell people, okay, just start now. Start doing things that talks at the shirt of your heart, right? Start, start, just start it. It doesn't matter. Do it, do it afraid. Do it scared, but just do it. 
So now, at the time that you're 80, you're 90, and you're just on your bed, and you're looking up, and you're smiling, you're smiling at the years that you Because you know believed. you did all you wanted to do. Exactly. You did it, you did it, and you... You know, what I'm afraid of most is not trying. Hmm. Oh, that's my... That's one of my biggest fears. I told someone that I'm not afraid of death. Actually, I, know, I think... Because I know where I'm going when I die. <laughs> right it's yes. true i know where i'm going where i'm done because yeah exactly so i am not afraid of that i am afraid of not living well while here mm. right not giving him my best i want to die empty i swear i don't I, I don't want to have like any regrets i don't i don't exactly. want it to be that i died and i know that there's so much more i could have done like let's it be that i tried it and i failed then i know okay this is not for me let me know it's it's best to explore all my options to know that you know you died empty like when you die you're thinking is there anything i should have done that i didn't do and you can't think of anything and i and i think yeah you see and the thing about life is you know someone was saying the other time that uh that people have the most regrets that you know i think a doctor that works in old people's homes and i've seen a lot of people that are at that point where they are about moving from this part of eternity to the you know to the to the other side from this part of life to eternity and you know when they are they they mostly live in regrets and they regret not what they did but what they wish they did but didn't have the courage to do you see it's 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 very it's very interesting to know that that people regret not what they did but what they wish they did but never had the courage to do i found out i found out that that's really interesting and this is really something that is great about this movie because it was something that was you know that even among other things that they talk about in this movie in terms of trusting people and all that but they're also very silent um, philosophical questions that they ask and you have to answer for yourself questions about what are you doing with your time now what are you doing with what you have now mm. you know you don't have as much time right mm-hmm. and you know um before i'll talk about the next let's talk about being blinded by love hey when love <laughs> turn you to mumu oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I have experience oh! you, have, you have experience <laughs> hey god love will turn you to mumbu they will be using your head to turn custard <laughs> hmm. you know see it's very easy to want to blame the lady like she was having all the warning signals all the red flags were just I mean cause I mean she never right. met his family yeah right she never like it was always they never went to his place she didn't know where he stayed he was always coming over i mean and you married him but then it's easy to say that until like you're in the case when you're when you're in love there's a tendency to excuse behavior so things that you don't understand it's easy for you to excuse it like "Mm, Mm. Mm, this was this must be why you know he probably he must have given a cock and bull story about why yeah. he never went to his place or whatever i mean he moved into her house right like, does he have he he spoke about his mom she never met the mother she never met ah. 
Why? Why? Why do that? Yeah. So it's easy to want to. But I think it's easy to want to blame her until you are in her shoes, right? Until you wear her shoes, and you'd be like, probably I would have done the same, right? Because this is a woman that has not been touched in years, right? Nobody has told her you look beautiful this morning. Yeah, and now she's having so, somebody spin her. Exactly. So it's like she's on this cloud that emotions has covered, covered, and she doesn't have time to think again. Hmm. I feel like. It, it was that where it feels like this person was ticking all her boxes, right? And so generally, mm. as human beings, we have all these expectations of what we want in a partner. We have all these fantasies of what we feel like is the appropriate love. And I feel like he was doing that for her. And I mean, it was easy for him to do that because research. But um, uh, it was... I, I, I got where she was coming from. I got why she was so smitten. Because he was smooth... He waited for her and she said, okay, don't come to my house. He didn't push. She didn't say, okay, by five, by fours. You know, there was that. Uh, but, man, like, um, Pasolaji says, um, dating is the time to love intelligently. And marriage is the time to love blindly. You are, like, mm. and I learned the hard way as well, where I realized that, come, this is all good and nice, but we have to be asking some questions. We have to know that, like, some things have to be. If not, don't go further because it will end mm. in tears. Premium tears. Premium tears. <laughs> tears. <laughs> go just there, cry. Eh? <laughs> you know, this reminds me of a quote by, uh, I think it's Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, by Benjamin Franklin. It says that if passion drives you, let reason hold the reins. So don't, I swear, exactly. eh? don't let passion mm-hmm. do like because <laughs> in that moment the truth is when you're when you were there and you're seeing the red flag, the part of you doesn't want to accept it because you know if you accept it you have to leave. And the part of you wants to stay in love with that person. The part of you doesn't want the person to leave or whatever. But if you have, if if you don't the truth about it is if you don't if you don't what I tell myself now is remember if you don't address this now. This heartbreak is still gonna happen in the future, and it'll be more painful because, I mean, you're you're very much invested. If you don't if you don't walk away, some um I was going I was going over it like in my head about one of my hardest breakups, and I kept thinking the, the signs were everywhere, like they were like bah, but umba no no, I said no. Like I had, I had people walk up to me and tell me this thing, it's not a dinner. I had yeah. somebody even tell me, I thought you were smart. <laughs> me, I said, I'm, I'm a brilliant girl. I will catch it. You can't fool me. So in my head, I'm thinking I'm sharp. I, I be, I can catch it. But I didn't, cause like yeah. I was too, too, too invested in it, and I didn't want it to end. So I kept saying, mm. yeah. I kept making excuses. Mm, this is why he's doing like this. Is why, but when yeah. oh god, when you are gas, you really gas. <laughs> Let me ask you, yeah, there's something that she said, Grace. 
she said when she was making her narration. He said that when you wake up, you don't know that today will be the day that would change your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like true, and I think she was very when, true. Yeah, when she very was saying true. that, she was trying to reflect. You know, what if, what if I didn't go to that artwork? You know, to that. Um, what if I didn't Actually. go to that exhibition? What if I didn't? What if I? Yeah. You know, but thinking back, I, I think that she would still have gone because, I mean, it was a well-planned thing. If she didn't go that day, there would still be another an exhibition, another one, another one, another one, because it was a woman's son. So then again, so what do you think? I've been thinking Did a lot about... Th- All right, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, finish. Okay, no, I was saying that I've been thinking a lot about ripple effects, how one thing you do will lead to another decision that leads to another decision that affects you know so she somehow was i went to the place that day and the reason why that could happen is because of something that happened to her in her past that somehow so it's like your your one decision now is like a well hold like so many other things that could happen it's like permutations and possibilities it's amazing honestly Mm. let me ask you did you think she killed her husband I thought she did, because, I mean, you don't bat somebody to the head, like, do you know what I mean? Bah, bah, bah. She hit him heavy. So I actually thought that she did. But then I I also, again, based off of, I'm a kind of person who, um, there's something that is like character development, right? So based off of the person that they said she was, it didn't, it didn't add up. Because in the end, it's why some people, even though they're suicidal, can never really commit suicide because when they bring the knife some people like themselves to you why am i killing so there's some people you can't betray who you are in the end so it's possible that she hit him but i don't think that it was her intent to kill like i don't know how to put it like she's not she's not cut out to be a murderer so it must have been terrifying from her for her is that thing where you know when you're in a place of blind rage you can't see anything you can't hear anything till you've let out all the steam on your inside so it's a situation where i what i what me i was thinking was mm, she let out all her rage and then she mm. saw that he was blah 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 and then she ran away but then they said she dragged him to the coral of her house yeah so i i don't know i, I Mm. you know at the end of the movie i'm beginning to think you know because a lot of things do not add up for me right mm-hmm. did you hear? this is what i'm saying me. she dragged him to the coral hit him baga 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 sorry for all my um <laughs> right like it, it doesn't add up how she how hit him somehow we now saw him with like I was like about Tyler Perry. Are you trying to play with our intelligence? Wait, it I'm doesn't gonna... even make any sense that um they hit you to the head. You didn't have a concussion. You didn't nothing. Uh, do you know how many times she hit him? I was shot out. He was not hospitalized, nothing. He just he was still very perfectly fine. There was blood everywhere. How do you lose that kind of blood? coming out from your head and you were still you didn't even go into coma how they are playing with her intelligence even she dragged him because i mean she couldn't carry him so she dragged him down the stairs your spine nothing happened you didn't break any bones they dragged nothing you. 
You know, because at, at, at the end, since it didn't make sense to me, I, I started having a feeling that perhaps it was her mind that was playing tricks on her. Probably she felt that she killed him. I mean, that she hit him. Or, you know, there's this thing about where the mind begins to create things in your head. Then you now run away and you now call someone and say, ah, I've killed because you feel you've killed somebody. And now the story begins to play that you did. Because, uh, even adopt. It did not add up. You know, I had, I had, I had a lot of questions concerning that. How do you survive that kind of heat? It did it not add up. Bats. <laughs> she hit him like twenty times. I don't know. I lost count. She just, she just kept hitting it, and she was hitting hard. She hit him until head. he stopped moving. Yes, he could not move again. He was like he was lifeless, and blood was everywhere. How? It didn't add up. And it wasn't like she was hitting, hitting his shoulder, she was hitting his head. Like She was hitting the head. Ah. So I, I'm having a feeling that probably maybe she was hallucinating. Probably she felt in her head that she should kill him. And at that moment, for some reason, she felt that she did. Because she was just in this state of emotional trauma. And she was heavily distressed that probably her mind was not playing tricks on her. And she felt she probably must have killed the man. Yeah, because I mean, she drove. She said she would drove until she could not drive again. And yes. for some, there was that that one could was able to sneak back into her house to pick up the. I said. And her son came around, and her son left. So that happened in the space between when her son was not even around. Yeah, you know, I think the, the, the part of the song coming in was I think that was uh, Sarah that made that up to try to put the song in the in the scene. Yeah, to raise to suspicion. Exactly to try to implicate him. Another thing I wish I, I wish that we had seen more of the song. I wish yeah, that right. they had they had I mean maybe a scene with the son telling the mom, you can't do this, why you do you know, we 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 heard about the relationship she had with her son. I mean we could tell but I wish that we had seen more of him. Not exactly. seen him very well, but just had an emotional connection. It would have helped us a bit to, you know, but I mean... Right, like why did she, why did she tell her son that she was passing through all that? Because Do you I understand? Mean, a son that loves the mother that much will come down from wherever he is. To come I, and I, I can't even reason it. To that, that situation. Exactly. For you to think now, you if it's your mom, ah, you yeah, you run, you drive, you that was do everything you can, right? She it, didn't it, tell it's... him. She didn't tell her son when she lost her job. So there was that relationship. We, we didn't see it well. She didn't call exactly. him to say, "Oh, hey, baby, I've lost my job. I just, you know, this man is a scam." After they got married, we didn't see the son. It was only Sarah that was in her life. It, it was like Sarah was the only active person. Going exactly. through everything with her, and she wasn't talking to anybody else. It's scary and weird. But all the same, I, I I liked the movie, but I would say, you know, I wasn't too hyped, right? It wasn't. It didn't give me that kind of feeling that Acrimony gave me. Acrimony, Acrimony, Acrimony. I just kept, I just could not stop thinking about Acrimony after I saw the movie. Let me just so, say that I was in groups for Acrimony. Like people, people dead as created whatsapp groups to discuss like i would sit down you know how many many arguments i was in um who do you think is at fault do you think the man really loved her 
<laughs> do you think do you think the man really loved her um i mean yeah, right. why was she why it means um i don't think she loved him if she loved him why did she care about the money i almost slapped that person that day <laughs> come on will you be quiet we we will keep quiet saying that you know he she only came back because he blew she only wanted the money do you know how many arguments i had on a criminal's head i liked it i liked the fact that it was you could tell it ah uh, no a criminal was a good Akimani was good. So this one didn't give me that kind of feeling. Uh, it, for me, it was just there. If you are to read this movie... It was also um, a slow rise. Like, it wasn't... Bah, bah, so bah, it, bah. it was... It was also, this movie, it was, also what? it was also a slow rise. Like, in the beginning when I started watching the movie, if not that somebody had recommended it to me, I probably wouldn't have gone for... Lo- it was like... Mm, it was... Mm. It, was it, Built slowly, Akimoni was more. Bah, bah, bah. This was more. Mm, you ease yeah. into it. You ease into it. At a scale of one to ten, a four from Grace. What number would you give it? Somewhere between a six and a seven. A six and a seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <think> <laughs> what do you, what do you want to give it? I'll, I'll probably give it. I'll probably give it. I'll probably give it a six point five. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't mind blowing enough to get like up up there, but then again, it wasn't ultimately bad. So it was, it was decent. Yeah. It was. It was decent. somewhere in between. All right, everybody. So that is that for this movie, um, A Fall from Grace. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? Have you not seen it? I want to know your comments about this movie. Share them with me. Uh, this movie it's about two hours long. It was made this year. And um, it is directed or it was directed by Tyler Perry and, you know, have some cast, people like Crystal Fox, Felicia, Rashad, Cecily, Tyson. So let me know what you think about the movie. Do you like it? What part of the movie stood up most for you? I want you to let me know. Please send me an email, hello at yola.co and would try to know your feedback on the matter and that is that for our movie session i want to talk a little bit about food you know this is cold brew friday where we'll talk books we'll talk movies we'll talk food we'll talk travel we'll talk it all right we've done movies and we took considerable amount of time but in the next three minutes we'll have a chef in the house i'm not gonna let her go until she gives us something you know so this is for you out there whether you know how to cook or you don't know how to cook i'm sure she's gonna make it really good and easy for you so tell me oreva what delicious meal do you think someone can make in five minutes that would probably they have some guests coming over and you know they will just use it and blow their taste buds away okay um i think the easiest thing for me is um yam and eggs but if you want okay. to funkify it you make it yamarita right so All yamarita right. basically is you have it's my go-to when i don't have time but i want to like because i mean if i have guests coming over you want to give them snacks and i don't just want to give them boiled yam and fried egg so um what you do is you break your eggs in a bowl you put your salt your black pepper or your normal red, any red pepper slice your onions or whatever put it in like a, no don't put your onions inside your egg the egg in the bowl just put your salt with me an egg i feel like egg things like egg things like plantain they have a distinct taste of their own so i don't like to 
really put a lot of salt like when i mean the salt is very minute so that the taste of um what other food has this kind of taste but plantain and egg basically they have their own standout their own standout mm. taste so you don't want to put too much salt so just put a pinch of salt put um your pepper then you slice your yam dip your yam into the egg if you have flour then you put it in the flour if you don't have that's fine just dip your yam into the egg put in a bowl dip the yam into the egg put in a bowl dip the yam in the egg mix so the yam is already boiled yeah yeah but me again because time and i'm lazy normally you're supposed to boil the yam first and then fry it but hack you don't always have to because nobody, nobody has that time i don't have that time to be boiling and then frying so what i normally do is I just slice my yam in small bits. The smaller the yeah. yam, the more the easier it is for the things to permeate. So slice your yam in small bits, pour it inside the egg mix in the bowl, mix okay. everything together. Then what I do is I just I drain out the excess egg, put some a little bit of water in the bowl where you have your yam. And then when your oil is hot, just pour everything. So what happens is the yam it cooks, then it fries. Oh, that's interesting. That's it. So when you pour it into the water, it starts. It looks like it, it doesn't have that French sound. It has the brrr, brrr, like it's it's boiling Ooh, a bit, wow. and then when it finishes, it now starts to fry. So the inside boils, and then the outside fries. And I think that that tastes a lot better than boiling it then frying it. Because sometimes when you boil it, you forget and you overboil it, and it's too soft. And this is quicker. It's it's sharper, and you're done. In less than five minutes, if you cut your yam, put in the egg, put it, put some onions in the oil, put some maybe if you want to be funky fried, put a little garlic in the egg, fry it, and you're good to go. And you um, have it so with you, cold milo so or spice or cocoa. You have the oil already hot on the fire. The oil will be they hot though. The oil has to be hot. Then you add the yam and water. So oh, wow, when you don't add yam and then add water, what you do is the yam is in a plate the plate where the yam is just put that's how all these mama puts these people by the side of the road that's where i learned this from those people by the side of the road they just pour it so the bowl where they wash the yam they when they remove the water they don't drain out all of the water so just very little you just pour yeah. up turn everything into the fire it will do sh- yeah and then it will boil first then it will fry Oh, wow so what do you take this way right do you do you make an extra egg that you eat it with well me i eat it with ketchup? i normally would make when i do yamarita i normally would make like a pepper sauce oh, um, okay. pepper, pepper sauce, sauce is okay. really easy to make while your yam is while your yam is frying on the fire just cut some onions cut some fresh pepper if you're feeling funky you can add green pepper but if you don't have any of that, just cut your onions and pepper. Put a little bit of groundnut oil on fire. Then pour the onions, pour the onions and pepper that you've diced into the fire. Um, then I just put some salt, a little nor. Turn it around. Oh my god, it's mad. Just and it's very easy to make. Just no, 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 with, to, yeah. no tomato, just pepper. If no you have tomatoes, tomato. you can add, but um. Yeah, me, I can eat only pepper and onions. But if you have just pepper and onions, that's what these them bole women do. Pepper, mm. onions. But they, they use palm oil. They put a little bit of crayfish. Yeah. Turn it. Yeah. So just, you can freestyle with it. And you're good to go. 
with your yam and egg because the yam already has egg so you don't want to put anything eggy in your sauce so just make a pepper sauce and you're good to go sometimes i'm feeling funky it works put sardine come back and thank me but if you're using sardine mm. don't use olive oil because you know <laughs> sardine has its oil and sardine also has salt so have that in mind so when i'm using sardine i don't like put salt i only put like small no ah uh, it's mad sardine sardine sauce and yam ah <laughs> guys don't forget this is all river check her out on instagram and twitter at revi r-e-h-v-i-i-a please follow her guys follow her she is amazing she is amazing thank I'm you guys follow me and before we go for today what tell me what movie would you recommend for all time my all-time favorite movie Dun 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 <laughs> All right, there he goes. What is it? Tell us. My all-time favorite movie. Mm. I liked I liked the notebook very much. Oh, you did? I will confess, I have not seen the notebook. Ah! I had the movie. No, I had the movie, but I could not bring myself to see it. Why? Because I've read the book, so I felt oh. that the movie would do me so much injustice. I couldn't bear to see the movie, so I didn't see the movie. Oh, I know another movie that I watched this year that I really liked. It was Five Feet Apart, but it will make you cry. Okay. Have you seen Five Feet Apart? No, I have not. Be five feet apart. So, thank you so much, Oreva, for coming on today's episode of. The Yola podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Like, it's so fun. Thank you for you. having me. You it was fun. I enjoyed recording <laughs> this. It was just nice. I, uh, I hope we can have you again when we invite you. I'm at your service. I'm loyal to your government. <laughs> Alright guys, that is all for today. As you know, this is the Yola Podcast where we'll try to make every day a fun day for you, right? We'll, ha- we'll like to see you enjoy everyday life. We want to see you, we want to show you a different perspective to life where you're fulfilling purpose and you're having fun while at it. This is what the Yola Podcast is all about. And that will be that for today. Don't forget that this podcast is powered by Yola Magazine. Please don't forget to check it out at yola.co and i'm sure that you will be placed and that is all for today bye I'll guys see you again by this time next week and that is it from me to Kachukumeje. i'm from my guest bye bye guys we love you bye bye